Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, there's 80, then there's 20. It's the rule. We'll talk about that in a minute. All right. The uh, I, I recently watched a, a video on on uh, artwork, actually, I believe it was. And one he gave it said, this, this one thing will help you in your artwork. Maybe learn a little faster. It's, uh, it's the Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule. And you can apply this to anything, including role-playing games. The theory is for 20% of your finished product, you put in 80% of the work. In other words, you're putting in 100%, but only 20% of it is going to be what you want. The other 80% is getting there, the practice, the the whatever you're doing. That's why they always say with artists should always be drawing or writers should be writing or whatever, because you're just you're just putting the time in, not not really putting the time in, but you're putting the practice in to do your you know the what you want. You will have better results if you have more experience and more practice. But you got to understand that that's the way it goes. That's why artists have sketchbooks. That's why writers have journals and other things like that. And role-playing ain't ain't no different. Uh, As a GM, you prep and prep and prep and prep. And this this is what, this is one of the things that um, I'm kind of... uh, you know, I'm supporting is the 80-20 rule because there's there's a there's a method to that madness. There's there's a routine that you can get into. I know there's a lot of GMs out there to like to not like prep, but they like to write about their their campaign world, even if nobody ever sees it, even the players never see it. Um I mean, you know, you can be obsessed over that, just like any player could be obsessed over their character's the character's backstory. But the point is, if you're going to write all that, you might as well write it. You know, have a realistic idea of what you're going to use. And what I'm trying to say is, say you have an adventure and you write it out, and it's part of your world, and you've got parts of your world that they may or may not know about, and you do the adventure. And you overwrite. A lot of people overwrite. I mean, there are people who go, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be care- be careful. I gotta be able to to allow for every, any possibility." You can't. You can't because players can come up with things that you wouldn't even dream of thinking. So you can get close. That's what I'm saying. You can think about three, maybe two or three things that might, they might try the most obvious things. And then I'd leave it at that, but you're prepping, you're prepping. And maybe you got a few scenes that you don't need. Maybe you, you know, maybe you make it so intricate that like, oh gosh, this is going to, you're going to kill yourself trying to run at the table. So use the 80, 20 rule. Look at what you, I would, First of all, I'm assuming you have time to do this, like maybe a week or a couple of days or something like this. Prep it, write it and prep it however you want. 
as much as you want. Put it away. After you're finished, put it away. Put it in a drawer. Put it you do out, out of sight, out of mind. The next day, take it out and look at it. And see if you can't get rid of 80% of it. You can go through things like, okay, I don't need this scene if I have this here. Do I have to make that more, you know, I have to clarify something? Well, why don't I just add a little to this scene instead of having a whole big scene about that? Uh, why don't I, okay, this area here isn't really all that developed and it's not really necessary, so get rid of this NPC. Uh, why is he even here, you know? So yeah, I can I can combine the info that I want to give them or the interaction I want with them for this NPC for the, instead of these two. You know, that's basically how it does it. And what you have left should be pretty tight. I mean, as, as, as tight as you can make it before it goes to the table. You know, it may go feet up by the time you get, to, when you get to the table, but hey, you got something here and present it to the players and see what happens. That's all you can do. Present it to the players and let them run amok. See, I love plot. I also love plot hooks. What I like about plot hooks is because it's a problem. It's a problem posed by the GM and the players get to solve it. That goes it for any adventure. I mean, like I said, I don't like calling them plot, plots. I don't like to prep plots. I like to prep situations because, you know, think about it. In your daily life, you're going to come up with situations you got to figure out. For instance, I need to get some um, insurance cards for our car. Cars. We've got to, you know, mine and my, my grandson Gage. And I have to get a hold of uh, Allstate and see if we can get those cards. And I may, I have a little problem because I don't think that I'm on the record and all this other stuff. But basically what I'm saying is it's a situation that you, as a person, have to solve. This is the way that these adventures should be written. Now, you can do, if they do this, this happens. If they do that, that happens. I mean, there are other situations that, you know, you present them with the, with, present them with the problem and they've got to figure it out. And you don't want to make it too hard. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to situ. What you're trying to avoid is um, is adventure adventure choke points. I think they, I think Slyfurishka, yeah, adventure choke choke points. Which is one of which which I mean is if they don't solve this or they don't take care of this problem, the story can't move forward. Never do that. Never do that. Always find a, an out for them. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to present it to them. Let them go. Okay, this is this is a situation. What do you guys do? Let them figure it out. They may come up with the answer. They may come up with something you don't even know about. But the point is, they are coming up with something. They're not just sitting around like I don't know what to do. I don't understand this at all. So you you have to you have to you know if they do this this happens blah 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 blah. But it can't be. If they don't solve this, the adventure can't go forward. I think I've told this story before on, on the podcast that I was in a, uh, quite a while ago, we were playing 2E and I was in a Night Below campaign. 
and our cleric did something rather foolish to the temple of uh, slimes, molds, and jellies. And he tried to, he tried to, um, uh, you know, disfigure it. Dis- and he's, you know, he, it was against his principles. So he, and you know, it was evil. So he wanted to dis- disgrace it or whatever. And he tries to pour holy water on there and. Slimes, molds, and jellies start being created by this temple, by the gods. And every we and we beat feet out of there. I was playing the paladin and I grabbed him, we beat feet out of there. Out of out of the whole dungeon. And so, like, then we have to it's like, all right, we have to go back. Well, according to the, I guess the scenario, the the adventure, uh, the temple keeps producing slimes, molds, and jellies in at and every time we go back, it says, oh, well, this area is choked with slimes, molds, and jellies. We go back and say, oh, that area. And the GM was like, you guys just, I don't know what to, he kept, he kept throwing up his hands. I don't know what to do because you, there's no way you can go in there because pretty soon they're going to, it's going to come out the entrance. And it's like, dude, come on. You got to, you, you just GM'd yourself into a corner. I mean, yes, players are going to do this, and yes, they hoist themselves by their own petard, and yes, they're the blood, you know, they have to suffer the consequences, but you can't let it grind the game to a halt. So never have choke points like that. I'm sure if I if I was running, I don't want to uh, here you go bragging again. I don't want to say this, but but if I was GMing it, there would have been there would have been some other way to do this. I would have figured out something, maybe presented to the players, maybe they come up with something else, but let them try, you know. And I'm saying, don't don't do that to your scenario. So do the 80-20 rule, 80%, see what you can take away and leave 20%. What you have will be golden. And don't and you know, the choke points. Remember, don't have those. Anyway, <laughs> all right, I got to go start today. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop, drop me a voicemail on Spotify for podcasters. And, oh, single donations. We got the Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip drop, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you, guys. It's appreciated. For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognarn Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, which is also on YouTube, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Kankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.